Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. The four of you take off down the street following Marvum. He's pushing out of the way, saying, Move, move, get out of the way, get out of the uh, way. I think I have my shield out. Uh, Margaret is a uh, mark of the Sentinel. And so she just puts the shield out and plants it down so he runs directly into oh, it. Oh, God! Uh, didn't mean to interrupt you. I think we've got a couple questions for you. Hey! So Lex now. Yes, Lex is my name now. Says so, so you want to meet your you want to meet your creator. Yes, I want to know why I was made. Why well, you were you were made as an experiment, but for no purpose, just to see if he could do it. Is he evil? He's evil, right? No, I mean, he's no, got to be no, evil. I mean, he sounds a little no, evil. It's no, evil don't, plan. Don't, don't look. Not he's not evil. He was trying out some things. Uh, because he was getting in good with uh, with this guy who, you know, I told him he was kind of evil. You see a scene play out in front of you. He sent you off, and he runs back to his chamber, closes and locks the door behind him. He begins writing a note. The door bursts open behind him, and in behind them almost floats a dark elf with long white hair. Small smile, a smirk, comes across this dark elf's face. Well, my friends, I I feel like my work here is now, I think, only just beginning. I need to find this Thelonious Prims and get justice. Well, I'm in. I don't know about, about you others. Oh, I'm happy to help. Yes, this person seems to command just the type of thing I am well, still kicking around to deal with. Well, Lex, or Lee, or Granger, or whatever your name might be tomorrow. Where to next? I think we need to leave this place and go back to that town and get some more information. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, he, him, and with me today, Carla Maxted. 
She, her, tonight I am playing Lexington, a human fighter slash paladin, he, him. Tom Laird as well. He, him. And tonight I'm playing Perseus, a lightfoot halfling warlock who also goes by he, him. And joining us again, if you haven't noticed, we're in Lex's story, which that means that Rev from the Crit Show is back. He, him. I am here playing Margaret Broadcloak, the human monster hunter. She, her. Rev, it's a delight to have you back. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Yeah, for welcome being here. back, Rev. Thanks. Welcome back. Excited. I was looking at it like, when did we last play this game? Because like, it was pretty fresh in my mind because it was a memorable no, game. It was it's a long time ago. It was like, <laughs> almost God, it's one almost year a ago. Year. I know. I just looked at my notes and it was like, oh, this is like 11 months ago this happened. <laughs> oh, back in the olden days when... There used to be other people in the world, not just floating it's heads true. on screens. Mm, true, it was yeah. like, I think we recorded probably like that week, like two days later, the whole world shut down. <laughs> Back wild. in the before times. Exactly. That's that's why it's so fond in, in, in our mind. Um, <laughs> but there's been a lot that's happening over this year. And you have another project or an expanded project with the Crit Show that uh, you have kind of going on that we would love to share with our audience here, Rip. Yeah, yeah. We have just started a weekly Twitch series, uh, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, for about two and a half hours. Uh, We have brought on six different game masters, uh, and over the course of the next year, uh, they are all going to run a eight- session story in the game uh, of their choosing the game that they had pitched in their audition. So uh, by the time this comes out, we will have announced it. Uh, so we are playing Ghostbusters International. We're playing a Star Wars game. Uh, we're playing uh, Masks, uh, New Generation. Uh, we're playing all kinds of, of independent and powered by the apocalypse games. That sounds very awesome. cool. Uh, we'll link all of uh, the Twitch and all of the Crit Show's information down in the description. Go check it all out and hang in, hang out in some of those streams because uh, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, I'm excited. Where you can uh, get in on some live streams with just just us being goons and goofballs is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, uh, where when you join us, uh, you get an episode dedicated to you as well. Like today's patron, Bald Mouse. <laughs> Is this like I a take it. on Dead Mouse? What's happening yeah, here? Yeah, I really... Or like an industrial accident or... Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe, yeah. Uh, B-A-A-L-D-M-A-U-S-S. So yeah. bald Sounds like mouse. bald mouse. I like it when it is yep. non-English, just normal names, because Russ is like, going so strong, going so strong. <laughs> here goes! His face face is great. He steers into the skit. It's delightful. It's it's good. He goes, he powers right into it, and I I admire it. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We'd love to have you over there. And now, fuck it, let's play. It's been about a month since we last met up with Lex, Perseus, Margaret, and Arvid in their last adventure tracking down Nicoreal. Lex's creator to find out why Lex was created. Your journey sent you to the town of Glickfast, where you met an old acquaintance in Marvum Dundlefoot, a courier of Nickel Reels, who led you to Nickel Reels' workshop. There you found mixed emotions in Nickel Reel having had experimented on these deceased or undead entities, trying to bring them back to life. Lex, it appeared that you 
were the only one who Nicoreal had managed to bring to life and give a full life back to. While there, you had come across an illusory scene, left almost as an implanted memory in this space of Nicoreal's workshop, having been attacked by a sinister-looking dark elf and a battalion of what could only be described as his soldiers. Within this space, you came across a letter that Nicoreal had written and addressed to Lee. This letter had been badly damaged and burned, but you could make out one nearly full name and other part names. The letter read... To Lee, Thelonious Prims, a series of hash marks, the beginning of another name, J-Y-S-E, another name, M-O-R-D-E, and a final name before the page was torn off, V-A-R. Having collectively decided in that moment that the new goal was to find this Thelonious Prims and or the Dark Elf depicted in the illusory memory, the four of you set off in search of anything or anyone you could find to help track this person down. Your journey for the last month has led you across the Sword Coast, following lead after lead trying to track down this mystery man who seemingly has left no trail except half-stories and misremembered events. Marvum believed he heard the name from a black market dealer in Glickfest. That name was Vafrit Greystone, a smooth young dwarf dealing in organs and illicit drugs in the underbelly of the city of Glickfest. Marvum leads you there, through the city, and knocks on the door. There's a grinding metal slider that opens up and like a deep red light coming from within. Marvum gives the password quietly at the door and it swings open and he leads you in and there's rows and rows of these poorly dressed younger dwarves and humans packaging up different items. They lead you back through this dingy and musky filled room to an office at the back. The door opens and Marvum steps in. Vafrit, hey, friend, uh, I brought some people here. They're looking for uh, a person maybe uh, maybe you might have heard. I thought you mentioned the name. Uh, hey, you know, maybe... Uh, maybe one of you you threes take it, and uh, I just I just here to just make sure that you you know they're on the up and up, and nobody's trying to just swindle anybody here, okay? Vafrit straightens himself up at his desk. He's a very broad-built dwarf, older. He has long, like gnarled hair, black hair speckled with gray throughout it. He's got a scar that cuts right across his face over his mouth. Well, who are you and what name you're looking for? My name is Lex, and we're looking for several people. We just have scraps to go on, but the most complete name is Thelonious Prims 
Does that seem familiar to you? Oh, maybe it does. What's, uh, what's in it for me to remember a name? Well, we can offer some compensation. We can offer services. Depends on the value of the name and the kind of information you have. Hmm. Ah, oh. Thelonious, you say. That's that's the name? Yes. Yeah, it might might spark a, spark a ring or two of where I might have heard that name. Could it give you a location of a possible lead? Is that what they say in the hunting down people business? I look at Margaret. That's her business. She'd know the terminology. Uh, lead, I suppose, is what you could call it. Perfect. Well, it's been a while since I heard the name, but uh, might give you a place to start. You seem like fine, fine, uh, fine, interesting people. Well, we we are. We have business with with this person. Okay. Well, I got. Uh, let's let's put it this. I've got to get some of my goods transferred to. Actually. To the location. Where's actually? You're, you're funny, little man. I've got some goods that need to go down to a city that could be in the proximity of this lead that I have. Well, that seems like pretty good luck for us. Does, doesn't it? Yes, what amazing coincidence. Also, what's the last name? Because I don't think it's just Prims, but, like, do you know the rest of it, or do I have to guess it? I don't know the Prim's the wheel. Full name. Prim Sky. Prim's Blossom. Tell me if I'm getting close. Look, I've heard the first name. Thelonious is uh I mean it's not a super common name, so it's not. It popped up a couple times uh, a year or so. Prim's ago. buckle. Arvid just puts his hand on uh Perseus' shoulder. Just give it give it a moment. Well, I just thought it I thought it would be fun to you're guess. Do, you're doing a great job. Oh, okay, thanks, Arvid. Uh, so question out of game. When you were describing what we saw when we walked in, in my mind, what I saw is like in every movie where you go into where they're putting drugs they're like, together and everyone yeah. is just in their <laughs> yeah. underwear. Is that what it was yeah. like? Uh, so basically, yeah, like, yeah, it's all drugs um, and there are sealed containers. Mm-hmm. Um, with un- unknown things, um, but like they look like they look like coolers. Neat. If you know a cooler in a medieval uh, sure. fantasy yeah, world, totally, totally. Mm, yeah. Picture, picture that. Uh, that's what they look like. Great. Like a very tiny ice elemental just hugging something. Oh. That, y- yes. <laughs> just yes, blood running exactly. down its chest. <laughs> well, it went from cute to disturbing. I know. Very wow, it took a real turn. <laughs> I had a life once. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how... What's the volume of these goods you need? Do we need a wagon? It's something we can carry. Can you give us some logistical answers of where we might be going and what we might be taking? He flips a couple pages open uh, in a ledger on his desk. Says, "Oh, Oh, it's nothing. Uh, the, the satchel you carry in there it could easily fit inside of that. High value, though. Well, and I look at my friends. 
I'm on board. I want to find this person that destroyed Nicoreal. So, you guys in? Oh, you don't even have to ask. Of course, Lex. Yes, is um looking around the room at all of the people like packing up boxes and stuff. You know, you said that they were dressed very shabbily. What kind of condition are they in? Like physically, like their their health, their Many of them appear malnourished. Uh, tired would be a a good descriptor. It's it's quite warm in the uh, there's a, a good heat coming throughout throughout this uh, room. Um, some of them do appear to be showing signs of dehydration. Yes, I suppose anything to ease our journey and give some respite to the folks working here. If there's a couple other items you've got to take, if it means that, well, everyone here gets to have a little bit of a rest, or maybe you don't have to send quite as many runners. Hmm. Yeah, everybody's treated very well here. No, no, oh, not yes. many complaints. No. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that right? You just hear, yeah. I'm not feeling great about this. Maybe they could be singing like some sort of, you know, sea shanty or workman song in the background to increase oh, no. productivity. I've been working on the railroad, <laughs> slinging body parts. See, it all comes together. Selling hearts and livers. I'll be home before. It's dark. I start. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Ah, good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but free. Maybe you could give us a moment just to confirm amongst ourselves. Sure. New tasks. Want to consult with the group? You understand? Of course. Take take your time. Do you need the room? I I just I gotta go do the rounds anyways. You know, you just take the room. I'll be right back. Oh, that's that's very polite of you. Thank you. Yeah, he gets up and he walks by and pushes by and says, "Yeah, I'll just be back in a couple minutes. Don't you worry." Closes the door. So I'd like to know where this Thelonious character is, but this whole place is not. This is not great. We can agree on that. Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I don't feel wonderful about just walking away from what is clearly seems like a bad situation. Do you think we should try to help? I mean, if we go to dark ends to find an answer to the things you're trying to solve, we may not like what we become in the end. Yes, we don't want to become the terrible monsters we're chasing, right? We want to... Yes retain our humanity, for lack of a better word. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'd hate to be a real prim's bottom. So, so close. So, so close. <laughs> Perseus. I'll, ke- I'll keep workshopping it. Yep. Uh, prim's prim's mm. could be prim's I, d- I don't even Prim-steen. know where to go with this. Yes. Prim-steen. That's probably what it is. He's probably... A, a Steen or a Stein. It's nice they didn't have to change it at Ellis Island. Mm. <laughs> Fantasy Ellis Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. well, what are we saying? Are we saying burn this motherfucker to the ground, oh, Lex? Arvid's so forceful. Just exactly mm. what I would expect from you, and I like it. Um, If we were going to burn this mother down, I'd want to get all of those... Poor wretches out there out first. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, and if possible, the information uh, from our friend. Perhaps he comes back in, we give him a few knocks, get what we need out of him, and, um, as you said, burn this mother down. Um, did he have, um, there was like a security person that brought us in to see him, or what's, how's, other than these poor, starving, sad, working people, it, what's, what do defenses look like? As you entered, there were two guards at the door, mm-hmm. um, uh, both heavier set, um, armed dwarven uh, males. Um, one of them led you back uh, to um, Vafrit's room. You didn't see many others. No, you wouldn't have seen any others walking back through the main room there. So as far as you've seen, two armed guards plus uh, the main boss guy. Well, we could always just say, sure, give us the information, give us the package, and we'll head out and then turn on him rather than trying to beat it out of him. So hard to rely on information you get from torture. Ooh, yeah, we could we could give him like an ultimatum after after he gives us the information like shut it down or we burn it down. And we'll find primstone ourselves. Yes, that's true. Sometimes people will say whatever they need to when they're under duress. It's true. All right. Well, that's as much of a plan as we ever have, so the door swings open. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, done the rounds. Does it give you enough time? Sorry, I didn't mean to start it there. No, no, it's your office, of course. Come, come and mm. go as you please. I think we've decided that we'd like the information about Thelonious and we're willing to carry your valuable package for you. Seems pretty straightforward. You came to the, con- the conclusion that the uh, information was worth the uh, worth the journey. I think so. You want to roll deception? Sure. I'm probably bad at that. Let's see. <laughs> that was 14. Okay. Well, it seems like a pretty straight trait then. Great. And where's this package you need us to take and where are we going? Goes back over to his desk and again flips to uh, a different page in his ledger and says, well <sighs> Thelonious, okay Thelonious, I heard it a few times through some different market channels of folks looking for uh, bits and bobs uh, you know, that's what we call it in the business uh, last I heard uh, the hand of Yartar uh, was doing business with him Easy place to go missing. Did anyone else think when he mentioned a hand that it belonged to a person? I assumed. Is that the name of a place? Oh, yes, sorry. The Hand of Yartar is a, an organization of a fractious thieves' guild uh, made up uh, entirely of women in the city of Yartar. So, where you can generally find them and where I need you to deliver certain goods is to their their home base 
The tavern called Wink and a Kiss. In Yarter. In Yarter. All right. Does this seem on the level, what he's saying? Uh, you can roll an insight. Okay. Or, I guess, yeah, insight or history, depending on what kind of, if you're, you're trying to just get his feel or, like, actual world information. Uh, insight would be a 19. You feel like he's being um, completely honest, um, as honest as, as he, he can be. Um, if you do want to roll, if anybody does want to roll history, you can see if you've heard of um, this Thieves Guild or of the, the tavern. Um, I would say that uh, Margaret for sure... Maybe not Lex, but Arvid like definitely would have. Like me and Perseus have, yeah, have yeah. very limited so, knowledge of the world. Well, I was a rat for a while. <laughs> uh, Margaret and Arvid would definitely have knowledge of the city of Yarter. Um, so the city itself exists. Um, if you want further information on uh, the guild and its makeup, and if it if it does exist, then you can roll a history. But um, as far as you are concerned, it does appear that he's being. Uh, straightforward and and as honest as he feels he needs to be uh, with this transaction. Okay. Uh, History would be an 18. So you know that the Hand of Yarter um, is, in fact, a thieves' guild. Um, One that um, didn't... It hasn't reached uh, much... uh, A large amount of notoriety throughout the land. There's a lot... There was a lot of infighting throughout the beginning... So it's taken them a, a long time to kind of get things working, but they do operate out of Yarter and have been known uh, in some circles to deal in similar uh, similar illicit goods. Uh, yeah, I will just kind of give a little glance to Lex and give a short nod. All right, then we will be off to Yarter as soon as you give us what it is we need to take. Of course, of course. Hey, bring it in. And uh, one of the guards, followed by another man who you didn't recognize the first time you came in. He's a large-built human man. Um, he's carrying um, a few packages, I guess is probably a better word, um, of materials. And one of the uh, ice elementals. This is it. Uh, just a couple packages. Uh, it's got to go to... Uh, Uzumaki, current leader of the Hand of Yarter. They're expecting it. She'll know you're coming. You just tell her that Vafrit sent you, and you've got the goods. She also should have some information on your Thelonious. Great, thank you. And I go to take the packages. Uh, They freely give them to you. (laughs) I don't feel prepared for what is about to happen, but that's okay. I feel like Lex um, feels a lot, a lot of empathy, a lot of feeling, not a lot of thinking. Yeah. Yeah, more more heart-driven than head-driven. So he's going to take the packages and uh, put them in his bag, and then he's going to draw his greatsword. Hey, what's going on here? What is going on here? What are you doing to those poor people out there? running a business here, friend. I'd be careful with swinging that around. I don't know that I will be. Those people don't seem to want to be here or to be well-treated by you at all. Everything okay out there? Uh, 
See, it's all good. Yeah, that wasn't the overwhelming happy workforce I'd like to see in a manufacturing facility. That just sounded like you throwing your voice out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did want to be a ventriloquist in a past life. So what's the plan here? You're going to swing your sword around? Knock us out, maybe take us out? You know, there's somebody else in line. Well... Just fill the void in behind it. Maybe. But you're standing right in front of me, and I don't like you very much. I'm going to swing at him. Okay. Here we go, y'all. Yeah. We'll swing, and then we'll roll initiative. Okay. Uh, 26. Jesus, fine. <laughs> Seems like that'll do it. <laughs> okay. He's He was called Beefy Boy, recall. He's a he's a large creature. It's true. He's he a was big, known as Beefy he's Boy a big, for a strong while. guy. Um, okay. Yeah. Swing away. It's 14 damage. You swing out and immediately as it cuts into him, where do you where do you aim for here? Um, I feel like maybe I was inspired by all this hand talk and I'm trying to chop off one of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Let's say, okay, Vafrit's got his hands like on his desk. So with a twenty-six and fourteen damage. Pick your hand. <laughs> uh, what hand was he using to, like, hand us things with right. or gesture Do with? I, can I roll insight to see which hand dominant he is? I, I, I'll give it to you. It was, <laughs> he was more gestured uh, with his right. Great, then I... He, he doesn't really maybe think I'm so serious, but I'm, I'm mad. So I just... Just swing that big old sword right through... His wrist. Sever his hand. It swings through, like, glides through like butter, and he doesn't move, because he's trying to call your bluff at this point. And then he looks down, and, like, his arm drops to the table, and he lets out, like, this guttural scream. Get him! And I'll need you to roll initiative. That seems fair. I mean, I feel like it's well-earned. 19. 11. I was really worried I'd roll really low and have started this fight and then be like, see the guys later. <laughs> Arvid got a 12. What's Margaret got? 18. Okay, Lex, uh, you're up first. So you've got two guards behind you. You just hear them begin to rush towards you. You don't necess- You didn't notice any visible like long swords or anything like that, um, but they're rushing towards you. Um, the freaks in front of you, bloody stump pouring down over his desk and floor at this point. Yeah, I feel like I have at least momentarily distracted Vafrit, so I'm going to spin around and uh, attack one of the guards with my my sword. I don't do a great job. It's a 13. 13 does not hit. Do I? Oh, God. Who cares? I have like a thousand attacks. (laughs) 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 Forgot three attacks at this guy. Uh, 15? These are bad rolls, you guys. Uh, 15 does not hit. 16? Third time's the charm. 16 does hit. Okay. Yeah. We found it. <laughs> Jeez. Process Ooh. of elimination. But that's good. That's almost max damage. That is 11 plus 4 is 15 damage. Okay, you got two guys coming at you. One on your left, one on your right. Which one do you go for? Probably the one on the right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you turn and swing back and cut into him, and he lets out a, ye- a yell and falls to the ground, bleeding heavily. Margaret, 
Um, the second guard is still rushing towards Lex at this point. Uh, you hear commotion out in uh, out in the main area. You see a lot of the just like the the workers, for lack of a better term, kind of look towards the door, um, and you see one more guard rushing from uh, the front where you came in. Uh, I'm going to uh, draw my shield and step in front of Lex uh, at you know in between her and the other charging guard. Uh, I'm going to look at them and say, your boss is right. When this is all over, someone will have to take over. If it's someone who does it the way we like it, I'd very carefully consider your next action. It could be you. Okay. Uh, are you looking to persuade or intimidate? What do you... Uh, I think it's persuade because I think he's right. Like, mm-hmm. someone will fill this in. Mm-hmm. But if they were doing it in a way that didn't piss us off so much, at least that would be something. All right. Roll persuasion. Natural 20. (laughs) Even they realize Margaret is such a fucking badass. They're so convinced. This hulking tree trunk of a man stops before this little old lady who's given him a stern talking to, and he just, he stops, and he's like in serious contemplation at this point. Like, he's no longer moving aggressively, but he's, you can see, like, the slow gears kind of kick into place. As he is stopped there, uh, I'll even just say, why don't you step aside and think about it for a moment and let us deal with this? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he takes a few steps over to a chair in the corner and he's th- he's thinking about it. <laughs> Fafrit's like, what the? What are you doing? Hit her! She's little! He's getting a promotion. It's Fafrit's turn and he reaches below his desk and pulls out a crossbow and points it at you, Lex. Seems fair. But did he reach with his stump hand? <laughs> He reaches with his stump hand once, and he's like, oh, man, got me again, Uh, and then reaches with his good hand, so he's going to roll with disadvantage for being non-dominant here, Um, which is, oh, nat 20 and a five. Uh, So so close, Lafreet. Yeah, five plus four is nine. That probably doesn't hit. No, that won't Um, hit. A bolt goes wide over your head and into the wall behind you. Um, you hear the guard that's running up. He's yelling out to someone. Um, you don't know who out there. Uh, it's Arvid's turn. Well, should I do, should I do something dangerous? Yes, please. Or help the people out there. Up to you. Oh, okay. Uh, he goes and he steps uh, to the door towards the guard that's running towards him. And he's going to cast. Ugh, that's dangerous. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, he's going to cast uh, a spell called Negative Energy Flood. Ooh, oh, do boy. Tell. That sounds fun. You send ribbons of negative energy at one creature you can see within range of 60 feet. Unless the target is undead, it must make a con saving throw. Uh, which it rolls a two. He rolls a two, so he does not make that. Uh, or he takes 5d12 necrotic oh damage. <laughs> um, this is Arvid like weaponizing that general creepy feeling that he gives everyone, except yeah. for mm-hmm. except for this crew that seems seems on board with him. But so that is uh, 25 damage, which does kill Ooh. the guard. Uh, a target killed by this damage rises up as a zombie at the start of your next turn. 
Whoops. zombie pursues whatever creature it can that is closest to it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I did it. I Did you see? Look. And you just see like this, these tendrils of of like black energy, like sapping the life out of this guard who falls to the ground. I did something cool. That was pretty cool. Maybe you'll have to show me that one later, Arvid. Mm, Yeah, this is going to be one to keep, I think. Perseus, it's your turn. I am going to throw a bunch of Eldric Blasts towards uh, the Freet. Okay. I've got four of them, so I'm going to make ranged attack spells. Please do. All right, first one's a 25. Yep. Second one's a nat 20. Okay. Third one's a 24. Uh Uh-huh. And another 24 for the fourth one. Okay, well, all of those hit. Perfect. Okay, here we go. Ooh. It's lots of D10s. I should have grabbed more D10s. Which is not something I usually have to say. No, I also feel like there's been a lot of uh, nat 20s rolled. (laughs) So far, yeah. Like, not all of them able to be used, but still. 24 force damage. Blast into him. And he gets knocked back and into like this bookshelf that just crumbles. And he's like just slumped down on the ground groaning. Um, But he's not dead yet. Lex, it's your turn. Um, okay, so can you clarify where everyone's at? One's turned into a zombie that hadn't made it into the room yet. Uh, yeah, we don't know that they've turned into a zombie yet, but right. that will happen on Arvid's next turn. Okay. Perfect. Vafrit got blasted backwards from his desk, so he's in the room still in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guards, Margaret, gave a stern talking to and is thinking. sitting in a chair, just mm-hmm. thinking, thinking hard. Mm-hmm. One guy's behind you. The guy who got uh, arvidized, it called to someone who hasn't shown up yet. Okay. I think I'm going to just attack the freed again. Okay. That's a 13. That's a 20. That's a 22. The 20 and 22 hit. Great. It's 25 damage. Tell me how you kill the freed. I think as like a, a parts person myself. I just chop his head off. I don't know. I feel like I'm sure. I'm okay with just taking body parts apart. Yeah, I was gonna say already took the hand. Just okay. just just chop his head off and turn and look at the guy that's sitting and thinking uh-huh. and say, All we want is good conditions for your workers. Uh huh. Something to consider. Death for you or breaks and fair compensation. Something to think about. As you say that, a another human male comes like running around the corner. He's in like a, he's in armor, like head to toe, and he's got a great sword and a mace. And he's swinging the mace, and he looks at the scene, and he pauses, looking at like the massacre before him. And the guy in the chair looks at him. It's just gives him the just maybe maybe not today sign. Just, Across his neck, he stops swinging it and kind of puts it down. Says, uh, everything okay in here? I think maybe you're under new management. Okay. (laughs) Star wipe. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to a new scene, knowing that... Everyone is happy, well compensated, and can go pee as much (laughs) as they want during their shift. Much as they want. No more puddles. It's all good. <laughs> Whew. Uh, okay. 
Um, so taking uh, Vafrit's information. Oh yeah, there was a zombie there. What'd you do with the zombie? I was gonna ask. Have we have we seen this before? Or is this the first time uh, that that Arvid has done this? Good question. There wasn't a lot of battle collectively. I think it would have been the first time that you would have seen that. So I, let's cut back. The guards like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, yep. Yeah. Uh, lots of pee breaks, good. Um, and then you hear like this groaning of the zombie standing up, and he begins moving towards that armored guard. I think I just draw my uh, mace of disruption and st- walk around behind the guard and hit it as it approaches. Yeah, it's it's not hard to hit and doesn't have a lot of hit points. It, yeah, you connect and it like explodes out into the room and falls to the ground. Just remember, we'll check back in here to make sure things are going well, and well, that could be you. Okay. Is it is it Primsby? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's the middle. It's the middle. It's the lightest middle. It is. It's just a. It's the happiest, so sunshiniest, rainbowiest middle. Nothing bad happens no. in the middle. So pleasant Never. in yeah. here. It's like a nice warm bath. It's the inside of a Twinkie, you guys. It's fluffy. It's One of sweet. those fleece blankets that you just like wrap around yeah. yourself. Oh, but then aren't you yeah. the middle? It's nice. Yeah, you're oh. in Welcome the delicious middle. middle. Yeah. yeah, you're in the middle. Hey, you everybody. Are the middle. Glad to have you here listening to this episode with us. We had a couple weeks off. Hopefully you enjoyed that Q&A that we dropped for you. We answered all of your questions. If you ever have questions, just send them to us. Um, But what we want to tell you about is this great goal we've got going on in this cool spot called patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when we hit 85 patrons, we're going to hang out in one of those, those video chat things where you can come and hang out too and give us suggestions and guide us through an adventure in an... Uh, unscripted fashion. Much like how we record all of our adventures. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but with your input, not ours. Yeah. So, I'm like, hold it will on. go much better. Hold on. hold on. Russ just made it sound like we script any of this. We don't. That we do. We oh, do not. I see. No, no. no. An important, yes, an mm. important clarification. Yeah. This is all this just, is in yeah. just yeah. It's all just flying <laughs> off the top of the dome. And what mm-hmm. we're saying is, please give us better domes to come up with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Let of. us use your dome. Our dome. Please. Yeah. That's, yeah. We're going to call it Thunderdome. It's the Thunderdome <gasps> goal. I like it. I like, I like it. it. So I like it a lot. We're a little ways away from our next goal, which is 85 patrons, where we're going to play this super awesome uh, improv game with our patrons, and we can't wait for you to be there. So come join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, and we'll see you over there. Okay? Thank you. Have a great day. And now... Okay, brace yourself. We're about <laughs> to exit the middle. Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's breath. not as bad as you think. Exactly. So, taking the information you got from Vafrit, you make your way down hopping caravans until you reach a guide to take you up the River Deserin. Uh, all in totaling a solid 10 day to navigate the trails and rapids um, before the river splits off heading toward Yartar. You dock in the city's small port and make your way through the bustling city until you find the tavern Wink and a Kiss. You head inside and make your way to the bartender, who is a young human woman. She has long curly brown hair, brown eyes, and her skin is a deep brown tan. Beneath her sleeves you see 
line art tattoos creeping up from her arms and out under her long sleeves. And she sees you approach and calls to you and says, ah, you new around here? Well, what can I get you? Uh, what kind of locally sourced cheese do you have? Uh, we're not a big uh, cheesery. Uh, we just got just got your regular old orange. Mm, no, no, oh, okay. Would, would, would you like... not really what I was hoping for. Well, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I can go check in the back if that's something you want. Um, I'll, I'm okay for now. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll have an ale, and also we're, we're looking for Uzumaki. We have something for her. Uh, you have something for, uh, Uzumaki. She goes to pour your ale and, and anybody else who signals that they want one and brings them over and, uh, says, uh, how, what do you, what do you have for, uh, for Miss Uzu? Uh, it's something from Vafrit. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, here, here's your drinks. Uh, anything else I can get you? I'll go let her know you're here and, uh, and, and, and see, see what we can do for you. Thanks. Are you all right? Am I all right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. I am. I am fine. Mm. Uh, normally people don't say that with a question mark at the end. Sorry. I am fine. Uh, I want to just glance around to see like if, if anyone is watching this interaction. What's your passive perception? Uh, my passive perception is 22. Oh, yeah. It's reasonably busy. Um, it's kind of midday, so you're, you're a bit between lunch and dinner crowds. Um, she's not looking to anyone in particular. Um, there are a few people who look over to you, as you noticed as you entered, but nothing more than uh, hearing the door open and seeing somebody enter and then giving you a, a once, you know, look up and down just because you're, you're new in town or new to this, uh, you know, and they haven't been seen here before. As far as the room goes, like it's a, it's a darker lit uh, tavern. There are, finely woven tapestries, a couple paintings of, uh, of the harbor and of the city. Um, nothing really to give away any sort of person or place, just, just landscapes and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, you hear noise coming from the kitchen in the back. There's only one other doorway or passageway. It looks like a hallway kind of on the other side of the room from where the bar is. Uh, yeah, just kind of getting a sense that there's just a general unease about her. Yep. Uh, I'll just I'll just pat her hand. Uh, perhaps get yourself a drink as well. Take the edge off. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I might have one. Uh, she she hands you each your drinks and uh, says, I'll, "I'll I'll try and find your cheese there too." Oh, that'd be that'd be so great. Uh, and she heads off and back down uh, the the one hallway, uh, leaving you four there for a brief moment before she returns. If there's anything you would like to discuss separately. Uh, I think I would just look at everyone and say, you know, unlike where we were a few days ago, we're going to see if we do, if we are able to get a meeting with the hand, many other things we may not like, but it won't be the same situation where we four can power our way through it. So uh, very carefully pick your battles. Yeah, I'm thinking it's entirely possible that we just have a bunch of people come out with weapons. This is why I need you here, my friends. I just... It just seems obvious I'm looking for a person. I ask for the person, but you're right. I'm hoping... I'm hoping the hand is more of a 
collective. Not terrible conditions, people doing what they want freely. Not like, not like where we were with, with Vatir, but maybe I'll sit back a little and see. I'm not the best to lead negotiations. Oh, you're just fine to lead negotiations. You did a great job, and I got to do something cool and new. That was very cool. Yes, very disturbing, too. <laughs> yeah, had, had you done that before? Did you know that there was going to be, like, a zombie dude afterwards? I didn't know. I tried it once before, long time ago. Um, We didn't hang around for very long afterwards, uh, so maybe that happened. Oh, so there could just be some zombie running around. Well, I mean, that is... That is par for the... Oh, God. You don't think that one started... Maybe from now on, we'll we'll make sure that they're they're down for good before just moving on, yeah. But, oh... Puts his head down, sits down. It's like, I don't... I don't think it was that one. Okay. Uh, You see... Uh, the woman come back over and she has in her hand um, a small like cloth wrapped parcel and she puts it down in front of you, Perseus, and you immediately smell it. It is a very fine, strong cheese. Oh boy, here we go. Perseus is time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> and I am ignoring whatever else is happening at this table now. <laughs> Uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Uzu, uh, Uzumaki, uh, she's, uh, was expecting a delivery from Vafrit and, uh, would see you. I will take you back as soon as you're ready. No rush. Have your drinks, have your cheese. Uh, if there's anything else I can get you and then, uh, we can be on with business. Um, I think we probably just wait while Perseus eats his cheese. He seemed pretty focused. We probably weren't going to go anywhere while that happened. Okay. Um, while we're sitting there, does it seem like anyone is taking any notice of us any more than seems unusual? We are an unusual looking group. You are a motley crew. Um, no, uh, yeah, I would say no more than what you're used to walking into similar establishments, uh, just based on the makeup of your group, Mm -hmm. an old lady, a tall, creepy dude, a piece together puzzle man and, uh, and a rattling. Yeah, yeah. No, this we're, we're this world's kiss. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no more than than you would otherwise uh, find in a in a neutral territory. Great. So you finish your cheese, and she leads you down uh, back down this hallway, uh, which turns into a series of hallways, and it's several minutes walking down before you realize that. Even if you had been paying attention to the direction, quickly, there's no way you can remember which direction you had come. I suddenly have this thought in my head that I have a special ability that makes it so I always know where north is, and I don't know why I think that. Okay. I mean, it seems like something that Margaret totally would have so. <laughs> Yeah. This is what happens when I only play D&D three times a year, and it's with all of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, keen mind, you always know which way is north. And the number of hours left before the sun sets or rises. All right. Well, you are... um, I can't trick you with my 
with my hallway puzzle. Um, <laughs> but everybody else, like you get this, like, you, you know, you're tracking like lefts and rights as you go, but all the hallways and doors look identical. Um, you see in past several paintings that you swear look like copies of ones you had passed previously. This set of hallways that she's walking you through um, give you the very distinct feeling that it's been designed this way so that people, uh, once they're in, need to be led out. Otherwise, they are stuck there. Margaret, because of your ability to always, you know, your divining rod that you carry in your pocket, um, always know which way is north. So you you have a better understanding. I'd say you'd have uh, to get back out. You would not be at disadvantage. Um uh, to to retrace your steps there for sure. Okay. So after several confusing minutes, um, the bartender opens a door and ushers you in to a warm office space where you see a female elf seated at a modest desk surrounded by tomes and scrolls. There's a fire burning in a stove in the corner of the room that fills it with this hickory and orange smell. I have to say, it's a little ironic that uh, normally in, you know, my previous form, I would get the cheese after going through the maze, but this time I had it before. Uh, the woman looks up and smiles and says, uh, you are a different delivery group than previous. Please come in, have a seat. Thank you. There, yes, thank you. There there has been some management changes at the Fritz, so... Things really? may, may be different in your dealings with them in the future. Oh, I, I look forward to learning more about that. Uh, my name is Uzumaki. Uh, you look at her and she is in a, a, a hooded cloak. The hood is down. Um, there are colorful spirals all over her cloak. Um, she has uh, very long, slender fingers. She's very pale, like porcelain skin almost. Um, and she has just this soft, sweet smile as the uh, bartender moves a few chairs from the side of the room to, for, so the four of you can sit on the, uh, the one side of her desk. She says, um, you, have a, you have a delivery for me. Yes, and, and a request. Oh, she's flipping open a ledger and uh, just moving her finger down. She says, um, well, uh, what is your request? And I'm sorry, you, your names were? I'm Lex. Oh, hi, I'm Perseus here. Margaret. Uh, yes, uh, Arvid. Arvid. That's how you say that. Of Innistrad. Of, I wasn't going to brag, but, uh, yes, of Innistrad. Mm. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Um, as I'm talking, I am going to, um, put my bag down in front of me and start pulling out those two packages or whatever it is he gave us. Yeah, the two packages and the, the ice elemental. Right, of course. Cooler bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, she she takes them from you and slides them across the desk, and you see her kind of make a note in her book beside a, a couple different lines, and she says, "Yes, this this all checks out." Okay, well, uh, what uh, what is it I can help you with? We're looking for someone named Thelonious Prim's some Prim's friend, Pr- Prim's gown. Her smile disappears. You mean Thelonious Primsbane? Oh, oh, I was way off.
Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 78. Starring Carla Maxted as Lexington, Tom Laird as Perseus, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master, with guest Rev as Margaret Broadcloak. Find more from Rev at thecritshowpodcast.com. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound and Boom Library. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, Eric Houlihan, and Ray Serbeck. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Well, maybe it does. What's, uh, what's in it for me to remember a name? Well, we're stumped. <laughs> yeah, we have we have nothing to offer this person. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Uh, just a long pause. And then uh, we can be on with business. I can't remember if that was the voice I was using. It was a little higher, not British. I'll recut that if it sounds weird. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Uh, we're all here and we don't remember what it sounded like. I think she's been swapped out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a doppelganger. No. That's <laughs> why so Margaret had an uneasy feeling. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I have sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I am. Um, lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt... He had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professional. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f- Who is there? Forgive me. A comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.